0: Hi everyone, Ann Louise Gittleman here, your First Lady of Nutrition for the First Lady of Nutrition Broadcasting, and I have with me the First Lady of Living Color. She's none other than Jennifer Butler, who's my color guru, and she is a well-respected expert on the sociology of style and color. Welcome, Jennifer Butler, to the First Lady of Nutrition podcast.
1: Yes, thank you so much. I love our titles, right? Yes. And, you know, we've known each other probably 30 years. I think it's been
0: over 30 years, but who's... Well, here's the thing, Jennifer, why is color, why, why do you think color in this day and age, in this time that we're all living through, why do you think color and personal style and expressing yourself is more
1: important now than ever? You know, I think um, one of the things I've been was talking to people recently, and I realized, you know, if we had a blank slate of paper with just a human figure on it, and I had 4,000 colors, which is what I have, and they were in crayons, and I said, "Okay, Ana Louise, I want you to pick which crayon is your skin tone." So you colored the figure in, and then I said, "Okay, now pick your eye color, and you pick that, and then your hair color." So what's really important for us to realize as a human being is that we don't get created on the planet without our pigment, and our pigment is our coloring. So it's it's um, you know a lot of people say, "Well, does this look good on me?" The question is, "Is this color and it is is this color an expression of me?" right because we're created by color and we're created by this vibrant energy that's why you and I are so aligned with nutrition and health and vitality you do it with with you know food and all the herbs and everything that you work with and I do it with with color realizing that color color represents your life force right so if you if you can imagine the planet all black and white right with no flowers no flowering of the universe no greenery it would feel like a fairly dull place. So we've been given this gift when we're born and the gift is our own coloring and our job is to keep choosing it, right? If I'm attracted to the opposite of who I am, how can I choose my own coloring? That's why we get disappointed as a woman where we, we look at our closet and we say I have nothing to wear because our own coloring is, is not in the closet. We're wearing an interpretation of ourselves.
0: Oh, interesting, you know, many, many years ago when you and I first met in Los Angeles and I had my colors done by the guru, Suzanne Cahill, and you're certainly, you're certainly our guru right now in this day and time. I so misrepresented myself and so many of my listeners are probably doing the same thing. How do you know to define your personal color code?
1: Well, we start with the hair, skin and eyes, Right. So your hair color, if I were to paint your colors and uh, your hair, skin and eyes are all painted together, they're all related to each other. So that is what we call the sacred triad. That's what brings us into formation, right, as a human being. So you can look in the mirror and say, okay, I have, you know, copper colored hair. I, for me, I have silver hair. If you have brown hair, the hair color is the foundation of your life. So it's a very important color to have, to wear, to wear as jewelry, to use in the wood tone of your home or the color of stone, right? And then the eye color is the mirror of the soul, right? This is what we've been given in our creation as a gift. And the eye color is really important because it's balancing in nature. It balances me as myself and it balances me being with you. And then we have the skin tone, which is self-love and affinity and fellowship, so those are three basic ways of being alive on the planet, right? Having a foundation, living from our soul, and living with this sense of self-love and fellowship.
0: So how do people know when they're translating themselves accurately? I know that that's a service that you provide and it's based on the four seasons. Have you evolved that concept beyond just the four seasons, the summer, fall, winter, spring of years ago?
1: Well, I do want to, you know, I I feel like I'm not going to argue with Mother Nature, right? And she gave us a, if you look at the seasons as a, as a soul experience, then if you're a spring, which you are, you emanate your inner light, your life force, the being of who you are from sunlight, right? If you're a summer and you're the divine feminine, you emanate from the twilight, the autumn is firelight and the winter is moonlight. So that's the core experience. That's my archetype that brings me into humanity. Then I say, okay, there's my only one Jennifer Abbey Butler. So I've got to have my specific pigment that creates me into physical form. So that's why the colors are so meaningful because they're reconnecting me with the bigger universe and mother nature. And yet I get to be my individual expression as well. So...
0: Do you find that most people are in tune with their own colors, their expression and their style? And is style more important than color or color more important than style?
1: Well, I think that they are partners, right? If we look at the physical form and you and I recognize there's a sacred geometry in the universe, you know, we weren't left out of that we're part of that sacred geometry. So if you're looking at the shape of your face and the shape of your facial features and the size of your face in relation to your height, that's your geometry. So that helps you dress in a mirroring of your own self. So they're they're partners, right? They they dance together.
0: Mm -hmm. So what would you say, I mean, you have worked with artists, Fortune 500 executives, spiritual leaders, celebrities. What has been the most transformational, and you don't have to certainly name names, you know, in this, in this regard, but what has been so transformational for them when they have come to you and you've given them their personal color code?
1: You know, I think it's, it's like it's around, almost a turnaround. A, turn it's sort of a vision quest, right? Because I'm turning you in your own direction. And most of us, after we get dressed mm-hmm. and go into our day, you know, we're dealing with everybody around us. So this is coming home to yourself. So I would say anybody who wants to live an, an authentic life, if they're attracted to that, if those words resonate with them, then the color and design become meaningful. Um, I'm working with a tremendous number of people now who are on Zoom and they're creating their website and they're becoming you know, entrepreneurs for the whole world right? Because we have that connection now. So they're saying, I want to be who I am, right? I want to represent myself in a forthright, honest, integrous way. And so they're aware that I worked with a woman yesterday from Canada. And so she sent me your pictures and I said, Well, show me some of your clothes. And she was dressed like the opposite of who she is. And I said, okay, I'm going to have you hold up these two things. You know, one worked and one didn't. And I said, for the what? So, which of these, when you look at it and you hold it up to your face, which one has you look more alive? And then she could tell right away. Oh, it's this one. And I said, which one do you like better? She said, Oh, the other one. Right. So there's this this mental shift um, that that needs to occur really for the transformation to occur that you're willing to let go, you're willing to surrender your idea about who you think you are, and that we can co-create the colors together. So now she's very excited because she realizes in her family structure, she was the one that was hiding out. So if you're the one in your family that had to hide out to get along with everybody, then of course you're gonna find the colors that have you hide out, right? So obviously now she's really thinking, well, there's a psychology to this. I see now my journey is to be willing to be seen, to really, you know, be accepted for who I am and to be out in the world. Now, because she's talking about health and exercise, I mean, that's kind of important for her to look healthy herself, right? So she has a, an inner drive to really be who she is. And I think that's, that's kind of fundamental to do the work with me because I'm partnered with you. But if you're just a no to everything about yourself, then, it, then it's hard to create something together. Right? So if, if you don't like the color of your hair, if you don't like your skin tone, if you don't like your eyes, then I wouldn't be the person to work with, right? Because I'm going to mirror that back to you knowing, I only know two things about you. You're whole and complete and you're a work of art. That's it. That's all I know. And so anything else is usually a story that we've made up And sometimes it's positive and empowering, and oftentimes it's negative. Particularly, I think, in the physical realm, we're kind of taught to be in in a way more derogatory with ourselves, right? We oftentimes don't give ourselves a fair chance.
0: So how did you come about this whole living color movement, true beauty movement is what I think you've coined, which which is a term yeah. that I personally love. Tell my listeners a little bit about your background. You've got an extraordinary background, most exactly. of which I'm not even intimately aware of.
1: Right. Well, I was trained in Bloomingdale's and one um, night, it was about eight o'clock at night and the store was really quiet and someone, you know, she could tell I was a salesperson and she walked up and she said, I'd like to talk to someone who can help me with my personal style. And I thought, You know, I've spent 10 years in the fashion industry, but I don't have that answer. And so that became became my inquiry. And then I was asked to dress someone for the, there was a huge meeting for the Hunger Project. And uh, the Hunger Project is about ending world hunger. And the woman who is the head of the whole symposium, um, she asked me to dress her. And I had contacts in 7th Avenue and and, um, we finished the day and all we could find was a pink suit. I thought, oh, my God, she's going to lead in this pink suit. I said, well, listen, we have to trust it. And her pink was her, her color of fellowship and relatedness and intimacy. And she said it shifted the whole dynamic of the meeting because all these hunger organizations had never really spoken to each other. And so there was this whole set of alliances that occurred. And she said, I know it was my suit because she said it it. it brought a tonality um, and it brought it create a context that of a win-win that there wasn't a right and wrong when you wear your skin tone there's a a softness to you that creates other people stepping forward and creating a sense of fellowship
0: so interesting it's a a sign of
1: Important colors for the world to know about right now.
0: Oh, exceedingly so. So it's a, a symbol of visual communication. And it right. may seem very tried to many people, very superficial, but it has very, very deep significance. And I'm always so impressed by that. If people were to tell you that they're they're a spring, a summer, a fall, or a winter, which I think plays into the true beauty movement, how would you define each of those seasons? What would be the keynotes of a spring versus a summer versus a fall or an autumn
1: versus a winter? Winter. Well, first of all, people can do a free quiz. So after this, I encourage your listeners to go to jenniferbutlercolor.com and they can do the free quiz. And it we'll talk about, but the highlights are the spring, which you are, is all about you're the giver of joy, of new life, of renewal. Tomorrow's a new day. You know, the spring is the reflowering of the universe. And so you're teaching us about that, um, you know, in a lifelong journey, but also moment to moment, you know, tomorrow is a new day. This too will pass. So you're the carrier of that within you. Then we move to the Summer, which is the Divine Feminine. So they are teaching us that, folks, life is living in a state of grace, right? There is hope, there is a process to living that once we kind of slow down and really think about ourselves and think about our gentleness and think about our femininity or our masculinity, that there's a divinity to the life process if we just stop and think and listen and and focus on our healing. So that's the summer. Then we move to the autumn, which is all about fire and abundance, right? We have to have fire in the belly to harvest those crops, right, to get things in for the wintertime. So the the autumns are filled with generosity and abundance and the sense of completion and harvest and really the grandeur of the universe and that the warm you know burnished tones that we think of in autumn and then the winter which i am um, on my watch i'm the moon energy so i love thinking about like well who are we as a humanity and we're entering a new year which we just did so how what are our values what are our core values what's really important how do we want to master our life if we are going to live a life of mastery what would that look like for each of us so it follows And that's why the four seasons are important. It follows the life process of humanity. And all of the seasons live in all of the races, right? So you could be Asian or Black or, you know, from all over the world, but you belong to one of those four seasons. And that's what brings humanity together. That's the uniting force is Mother Nature.
0: So... If you were to give us examples of well-known figures, athletic figures, movie stars, politicians that were an expression of the spring energy and the autumn energy and the winter and the summer, what would those, I would guess, Um, their poster children be?
1: Yeah, I think for um, Tyra Banks would be one. Um, I would say Reese Witherspoon. You're talking about spring? Uh huh. Jennifer Aniston, those are all spring women. Um, I'm trying to think, Matthew McConaughey, right, would be a spring man. Uh, the spring man has sort of a rascal kind of energy, very playful. Um, so I would say those are some that we can think about. For summer, um, Ralph Fiennes is a good example. I'm trying to think of the, the English um, actor who is so famous, who did the, who played the king. Can't remember his name, Um, but the summers are less, they're more like the poets, and because they understand the process, I'm not sure if there's many in acting, in acting. Um, I'm trying to think of who else that I've seen. In the autumn, it would be someone like a Cindy Crawford is in autumn. the Ottoman. I'm not sure if Denzel Washington is, is an autumn or not. I've been studying him for many years. You know, the thing is, there's a real person and then they play all these characters. Yes, right?
0: especially if they're like, as talented as Denzel.
1: Yeah. And so the winter would be, um, you know, George Clooney and his wife Amal. Um, President, former President Obama would be a winter. His wife would be a vital spring. Um, I'm not sure about Joe Biden and his wife yet, you know, either spring or summer. Sometimes I have to study people. What wasn't it the inauguration fun, right? Seeing what everybody was wearing. So that was Kamala Harris was wearing her power color, the purple, right? And Hillary Clinton was in her romantic color. So it's one of the the things about the color is you can dress your intention. So if your intention is to be related, that's your skin tone. If your skin tone, you know, if you want to be powerful, that's your power color. And the power color is we, when we do the palette, we use the harmonies exist in mother nature. So I'm going to get technical. Like if you were an artist, you were studying the color wheel. There's what we call the triadic harmonies. So one would be red, yellow, and blue. That's what my palette is created. Another is orange, green, and violet. Then let's have what we call split complements and there's analogous harmonies. So depending on your coloring, right, the colors are balanced from your coloring. It'd be like sometimes people say, well, my eyes look green, but they can look blue as well. So then we might give your eye a pine needle green and then you wear a cornflower blue. So, you know, everybody's an individual. And I think my life lesson is not to assume what anybody is, right? It's always a new moment where I was... In creation together, so I've done over I guess seven thousand people in forty years. Oh my <laughs> so god! Definitely a lifetime <laughs> of study,
0: right? A lifetime of study and evolution, and constantly bringing new insights to this wonderful science because it's a science, don't you say? Wouldn't you say yeah, it's, a, would it's an art and a science?
1: Yeah, the applied science is your pigment, right? That puts you in physical form, and I'd say the intuition is. You know, we're not our temperament and we're not our personality. We are a soul being, right? We're a spiritual being having a human experience. Mm. If I look at that, then the personality can sometimes be misleading. I have to go more for the, the inner being. So I'm not looking at how you're acting. I'm looking beyond that to who you really are. Because in our, this culture, I think we're really taught, you know, we have this whole packaging and this whole, you know, essence thing versus I, you know, I work with the essence as a um, verse to the image. That's why we formed the true beauty movement, because there was so much about image and crafting your identity to be something else. And I said, I want to offer an alternative that has worked for thousands of people. And that's that's the essence piece. And that's what we, the essence is what lives in the four seasons, and then we do the individual colors. So I have over 4000 colors that I draw from.
0: Mm. Right. So there's another piece to this, which I always found very fascinating, and that is the sacred geometry of the body with some people that have rectangle shaped faces, some people have yes. long oval shape. How important is that in translating yourself into the proper style?
1: Well, it's style, but it's also everything. Like I'm decorating my kitchen right now, so I'm using my face to design the tiles in the kitchen. Mm. Right. So that's one thing. Yeah, my, I have a square jawline, I have a square coffee table, I have square trays, I have square plates. Uh, if I could have square glasses, I would, right? So that's one of my basic shapes. But basically, like say you have a rectangle face and that determines a rectangle neckline, right? Or the length of your face, like say you're going to buy a v-neck sweater or a v-neck t-shirt. So if my face is nine inches long, then my v-neck is going to be nine inches long deep as well.
0: So you mirror that in in your dress.
1: Yeah. And then you can, you can take a selfie and, and do drawings and you know, what is the shape of your eyebrows? Are they a wedge or a triangle or an arc shape? The eyes could be like an almond, uh, teardrop, round. We have the triangle nose teardrop, uh, round nose as well. And the lips can be straight or triangle, um, or the pout, right? So it's fun to, it's like our, our own self-study program self-empowerment. It
0: is in so many ways because we're each a masterpiece. Yes. What what I learned from you which which made a huge difference in some of my videos and some of my photos that I've had to take over the years is that with a long face you should be wearing long necklaces and that instead of looking braced and formidable and too academic so I don't you I really bless you for that every time I dress I think of matching my hair color with my jewelry, wearing particular sweaters and coats that match my hair color. And I get so many compliments and people think I spend hours dressing. I don't, I shop in catalogs thanks to Jennifer Butler.
1: Yeah, let's uh, thank you for mentioning that because the metallics that you wear, like your hair is still more copper, right? So if you have more copper in your hair, then you're gonna do the copper jewelry. My hair is platinum silver, so I do the platinum jewelry. And then if your skin is more rose, you do the rose gold, right? If your skin is warm, you do more gold. Um, I do a lot of eyes that are what we call hazel, but hazel for me is, you know, is it antique brass? Is it brass? Is it olive? Is it a green gold? Is it a pine needle green, which is pewter? So it's fun. And if you go to the daylight with a mirror and everybody says to me, oh, I didn't realize my eyes were so gold or I didn't realize my eyes were so green. So if you take a hand mirror, right, and stand in front of a window and really, you know, analyze what is my coloring and start holding up different things from the wardrobe and seeing how do they feel. So it becomes like this fun inquiry and clothing becomes dress up and it becomes an artistic endeavor and a healing art because you're... You're wearing clothing that now fully represents who you are. You're not competing with yourself in any way.
0: So your home decor and everything that surrounds you is an expression of who you are is basically what you're saying.
1: Yes. People come in because my living room is in a combination of my eye color and my skin tone. So it's this beautiful sort of light amber gold. And everybody just feels so comfortable because it's my color, but it's very heartwarming. And for a winter, right, I'm the moonlight. You, you I know need that a little I, need, warmth. Right? I need a little warmth, so I know that. And so all my colors have variations of my eye color and my skin tone. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. people be a combination of two different seasons.
1: You know, I, there are some people who type you that. When I I had learned that originally, people would do percentages. Like they would say, oh, you're um, 80% striking, which means winter, and 20% rich, which means um Autumn. And when I studied with her, she said, you know, it's really important The human personality, the human psyche is very, very fragile. And we don't want to split the personality. So that's why we have, um, I'm a vivid winter. So in the spring category, we have the early spring, the golden spring, the floral, the vital spring. I have a tawny spring, strawberry spring. Um, summer we have iridescent, dusty rose, jewel tone, twilight and dusk, beautiful names, right? So mm. we we'll give you that nomenclature because we're really building up, right? We're this building up the soul and the ego to feel like it's in love with its own self, right So it can go out and be contribute to the world. because the more you love yourself, the less less judgmental you are of yourself and others
0: so very true so if you think back to all the wonderful people that you've color coded with their personal color codes over the years can you share with us any outstanding transformational stories
1: um i think um i had a gentleman who had really reinvented himself and he needed to go back to his family and he wanted to it it was had to do with the custody of the children and so i dressed him right, to go to court and to create in a way that would be create a relationship with the family and to, to create his new level of integrity. So that was a very important moment, right, because there was a lot, there was a, a lot on the line for him. Um, I've addressed people who they've called and they said, you know, I'm just, I, I really want to create a team spirit in my corporation and, and I'm just not able to do that. And people feel like, like I'm really intense. And so what we did for this person, we, we gave them the array of colors. But I said, instead of wearing the power color, right, why don't you wear your support color? And that that's the color you wear when you're a team player. Or why don't you wear your skin tone? Your skin tone is saying hello to people and having them feel safe for you. So he had huge changes. That was really important for him. And he was was saying, he called me and he said, you know, I got to give you credit. I never knew the color would do this. Never, never knew. I just right, never knew that it would make that kind of impact.
0: So if you were going to be delivering something, uh, you were giving a speech or you were on a video or on Zoom or whatever, and really needed to make a strong impact, how would you define the color that you, what would be the keys to determining which color you put on that day?
1: You know, I, we have a, it's a three-step process. So I would describe the situation. So it'd be a Zoom call. Um, the audience is going to be, say, 150 people. Um, and the, the message I'm conveying is how to empower women in the world. Okay, let's say that's what I'm going to do. So the word power, for me, refers to a power color and a supplemental power. And when we do the palette, everybody gets two of those. So for me, that color is turquoise or ming blue. And um, so I would wear those. Now, if I wanted to soften them, right, I could wear them with a neutral. If I wanted to uh, do another level of softness, I could wear them with my skin tone. So, but if I just had to just be full on power, it would be a power color. And for me, that what, what are your power colors?
0: Turquoise is, is one of them. And there's a certain green, I think you called it pine needle green
1: or mm-hmm. emerald. Yeah, emerald, probably for you. Yeah, so those would be the, the power colors. And, you know, I'm wearing my power color right now, and I'm softening it with um, my skin tone. And so I feel like I'm very present with you, and I'm very straightforward, right? And I'm speaking my credibility. I'm speaking my experience of, uh, in life, um, 40 years and many thousands of people later. Um, but I feel like my energy is powerful. Like I'm wearing the power, and so therefore I'm manifesting the power.
0: So, so interesting. Yeah. Even though we're we're uh, audio and not visual, I'm wearing my very neutral colors. I'm okay. wearing my navy and my gray because I want to be very neutral. I want to reflect you, and to me that's the b- best way so that I don't lead you oh, to watching the point. So that's what I decided to wear today, just so that you Beautiful. know.
1: Yeah. You know, I wanted to say something more about spiritual psychology and the true beauty movement. So one of the things that I would go through with people is I would create this amazing palette. And then of course they had to, you know, live with it, right. And adapt to it. And I found that people really, you know, became in a way their spiritual journey and their journey of self-love. And I thought if we could have like a you know, a movement, what would be the declaration of independence as a woman to really love ourselves. And that's why we started the true beauty movement, being true to our own beauty. And I started spiritual psychology in 2010 at the university of Santa Monica mm. and I finished in 2012. And then it took about four years off and then have been involved in their programs ever since. So coaching, facilitating and, um, and now I'm working with some coaches as well to create an online um, community. But I, I did that because I thought if, if we could look at ourselves as a spiritual being, which is, was one of their fundamental principles. And they wrote, um, Ron and Mary Holnick wrote a book called loyalty to your soul. Mm. Uh, and so being loyal to my soul, right. is being loyal to my inner light. And so if I, I look at the basic Parts of my day, you know, I'm willing to be a walking celebration of my life. I'm willing to let go of my negativity and, and embrace that I'm a creation of the universe. Right. I'm, I'm willing to um, Contribute I'm willing to feel with the way I dress is a contribution to others. So those are all things that are on the website and you can read it and then you say, okay, that that's what I'm willing to live by. So what it does is give you a higher purpose it's a greater story that let you live into instead of, you know, cause it's so easy to, to Particularly now, you know, I've, I've gained weight and I'm, yeah, I'm now 73. I've never felt better.
0: Mm, bless your, bless right? your heart. Yes. Yeah. I'm not far behind.
1: Yeah. I just want to be a Testament. So to, to break the misunderstanding about growing older, you know, it's growing wiser and, and, essentially i'm growing younger because i'm more more in touch with spirit and i know that spirit is eternal and universal so if i tap into that um, and live from that place within then you know things become fun and fascinating and and new and fresh yeah right yeah yeah
0: So interesting that you say that because I have a book coming out called Radical Longevity and it's all about casting a new vision of aging and really challenging some of the stereotypes of growing old and debilitated and decrepit and what we can do to to reverse that or manage and control using, of course, natural techniques as well as a spiritual overview. So I think we're so much on the same page. What kinds of things can people look forward to if they visited your website? What do you offer for the... people at large
1: well we created a membership site and um, the 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 beginning level yeah where you um, you join and there's oh like 90 videos that you can watch that's $29.99 and then that's you also can go on for free and and take the quiz and there's a wonderful video at the end of it so you take a quiz at the end of it it says you know you're a spring and it talks about the spring and there's a beautiful slideshow with music Um. And then I do a, an event once a month. So remember, I have, used to have all these people in my living room. And so now it's online. So once a month, the first Saturday of the month, there's a an hour-long event that I give. So this next month, we're going to talk about our reds, wearing our reds in our ours. Uh, Skin Tone, because it is February 14th, right? Oh, yes. It's about love. And um, so I have speakers on, and we show beautiful slides and get people inspired. And then um, people can join our 90-day program, which explains the sacred geometry, the seven principles of design. We have special offers for for doing that and doing the colors. But the event for first-timers is free. So they can just go on and... And join the Eventbrite uh, event for free.
0: So, you used to do color palettes when to determine somebody's color code and style in person. Have you advanced that at all? Or has that evolved into a Zoom conference and yes. so forth?
1: Yes. Yeah. So, people send in their pictures, a real good close up of their eyes and their face, and a, a full body picture. And then um, I, I kind of guess, right, what they are. And then, of course, I do an interview with them. And then um, I do the palette, right? Because I have all these pictures that I can do it from. Then I send it to them in the mail. And I've just e- emailed one to um, Australia. Uh, let's see, Germany, England. Uh, tomorrow there's gonna be a woman from Africa. And then, um, then we have another meeting. We go over the colors and what they mean and people show me clothes. Um, oftentimes they wanna check their eyeglasses um, jewelry, earrings, so it's a whole sort of mini wardrobe uh, color session and then we go over the new palette and how to use it. Mm-hmm. Have you written any books that my people can look at it on Amazon by the way? Well the, the main one is Reinvent Your Style and that covers the the sacred geometry because there's beautiful pictures of mother nature and then there's pictures of how that applies to us so what we 're looking at how much texture can you wear, how much design can you wear? Uh, what about proportion and scale? Do I wear smaller earrings? Do I wear larger earrings? How is that determined so there 's a lot of wonderful things in that book yeah
0: and it 's amazing once you become hooked on this particular living living beauty with co- living. Jennifer's Living Colors. Isn't that the name of your organization as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. Jennifer's Living Colors, and I'm hooked on that. And of course, the true beauty movement. You just can never go back. I could never wear black anymore, thanks to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, some people look great in black and, and many people can't wear it. Um, it. It takes a lot of energy to wear it. And so if, if it gets in your way and brings you down, then it, we, we pick a better color for you. Um, but we pick three basics so in my case it's the silver of my hair a bronze color from my eyes and black and what are yours you have navy uh, gray in your hair color no gray my dear (laughs) no gray but there's there's copper
0: it's kind of like a pine needle green okay and and then there's kind of a salmon
1: salmon uh skin tone type skin tone okay so yeah then we have the lights of the eyes so if you have brown eyes like i do the lights of them are amber the lights of your eyes could be copper they could be antique brass that's why when you study your eyes in the window you see a light coming through the eyes so that's so that we do three neutrals okay then the eye color mirror of the soul skin tone which is affinity your shade of red so red could be to me it could be pink orange uh, burgundy crimson then we give you two, three accent colors two which are power colors a support color options which are lighter values your prints and your metals so it's this whole composite um, and then you you use those as the way that you you know buy your choice of your car decorating your home your office what you wear on your zoom call and what you wear in your wardrobe all of your jewelry everything that has Physical shape and form and color is now redefined by you. It's a reflection of you.
0: See, I love that. And just to let you know, you know, my signature drink has always been the cranberry juice. It's also my red. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
1: beautiful. That.
0: These things kind of a line. So I want to thank you so much for visiting with me today. It's just very good to be in touch after, is it 30, 40 years? How long has yeah. it been? exactly well the 80s i think so back in the 80s when we used to have classes at my home and you'd come (laughs) and do do before and afters we had so much fun back in the day so people can visit you again tell us exactly where to find you
1: yeah it's jenniferbutlercolor.com and really i really encourage you to do the the free quiz you know explore the membership site you if you want to do a phone call with our Leslie and see if the work is for you. Um, I can give you that number, it's 323-931-2626. Repeat that for a moment. Yeah, it's 323-931-2626. And she can do a call with you to see if the work is, is appropriate for you, right? You can find out and say, you know, this isn't feeling right or boy, this is my next step. We honor whatever that is. I love it I want to honor you thank you
0: so much thank you so much Right. and I want to thank all my listeners for joining me yet once again on a very enlightening podcast with my guest Jennifer Butler this is Anne Louise Gittleman First Lady of Nutrition thanking you for attending another First Lady of Nutrition podcast love to all of you